Southern and proud of it. We're the Y'all Show. Hello, welcome into this Tuesday edition with yours truly, John Rawl. We've got a very good action-packed show coming up today. We've got a couple of great guests. A little bit later this hour, we're going to pay attention to what's coming up in South Carolina. Saturday, it's the Democratic primary. And Democratic strategist Zeke Stokes, the founder of ZS Strategies, he's going to be our very special guest in the very next segment. It's our Southern Political Report and Zeke Stokes stopping by to tell us about the Palmetto State's primary as well as Super Tuesday. One week from today, Texans, Oklahomans, Arkansans, I think it's Tennessee, Mississippi. There's so many I lose track. Alabama goes. Also, you got North Carolina, Virginia, and I may be missing a state or two. A large number of Southerners going to the polls next week for Super Tuesday. Zeke Stokes going to weigh in on all that in our Southern Political Report in the next segment. Before the hour's up, we're going to take a quick look at what's going on at y'all.com, including a great story, perfect for this time of year, how to melt away your winter weight. If you've got an extra pound or two and you want to melt it away, well, we've got just the advice for you there in the y'all.com update coming your way toward the bottom of this hour. And then in hour two today, we'll start it off with a look back at the Sports Lanyap. This is where we have a mixed bag of all kinds of sports, including Tuscaloosa's own Deontay Wilder. Took it on the chin literally over the weekend. And there's an update on this boxer, this heavyweight fighter who lost his title over the, the past weekend to a Brit of all people. And there's enough, there's going to be another fight. Fury and Wilder Part 3 coming soon. We'll tell you about that at Sportsland. Yeah, plus what's going on in college football. A change in the Alabama coaching staff. The strength coach is defecting to the Georgia Bulldogs. Plus a sad story from the Navy midshipman as a senior out of that program. He's already finished his playing days. Was found dead the other day at the U.S. Naval Academy in Annapolis. We'll share that information in our sports land yet. Then in hour two, we also have Matt Hearman's dropping by. He's going to start off talking a little college baseball as that sport just finished its second week this past weekend, getting ready, ready for week three here this weekend. NCAA baseball talk with the barrister of college baseball, Matt Hearman's. And then Matt's going to put on his barbecue hat. And we're going to have a whole lot of fun with the old boy as in hour two, he's going to have a segment with us called If Democratic Candidates Were Barbecue. So we'll ask him what he thinks from a barbecue perspective of Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders and Pete Buttigieg. We'll even ask him what he thinks of President Trump, strictly speaking, from a barbecue standpoint. All that in hour two of today's Y'all Show. 803-816-1170 is our number. Our website, y'all.com. You can find us at Instagram and Twitter at Y'all Show. And the streaming apps, you can listen to our podcast at your leisure those are the iHeartRadio apps, the TuneIn Radio apps, and the Apple Podcast apps. All free of charge. Just go there and search for Y'all Show, and there we are. Just click on the like or subscribe button, and you'll be all set. All right, jumping into the headlines across the Southland, across the nation, in fact, is this story. This coronavirus is getting to be kind of a, a scary situation. Is this, is this going to turn out to be a pandemic? We hope not. But what's been going on in China, costing a lot of people their lives, now we just are trying to be proactive in this country. On Monday, the White House sent lawmakers an urgent $2.5 billion plan to address the deadly coronavirus outbreak. And this rapid spread of this disease is threatening the global economy, and it's already rocked the financial markets. In fact, the, the Wall Street numbers were just really horrible 
on Monday. They saw a thousand plus point drop in the Dow Jones Industrial Average, all because of the coronavirus. And it's a potential threat not only of lives in this country, but this is not going to look good for President Trump. It's not fair. It wouldn't matter who the president would be. But right now, the administration trying to get up on top of this virus, at least in this country, it's already spread to other countries that I wouldn't think would even be exposed to this thing, like Iran is having an outbreak in that country. And right now, the Congress looking to authorize this, this plan to give $2.5 billion in an emergency coronavirus plan. Looking forward to go to see that one and help out. And let's try to get this thing nipped in the bud as quickly as possible. A passage over the weekend, a death that is just really tough. If you saw the movie Hidden Figures, Katherine Johnson, the mathematician who calculated rocket trajectories and Earth orbits for NASA's early space missions, has died at the age of 101. And her story was made into that famous 2016 film, Hidden Figures. She died Monday of natural causes at a retirement community in Newport News, Virginia. Now, Virginia is her native state. Eh, I think I think she may have actually lived in West Virginia at some point too. I think I'm trying to think back to the movie. It's been a few years since I've seen Hidden Figures, but a very good story. And just like her story, kind of a hidden story for a long time, but she certainly had a big role in the early space flights of NASA. NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstine said in a statement that Johnson helped our nation enlarge the frontiers of space, even even as she made huge strides that also opened doors for women and people of color. As Johnson was one of the computers, and that's in air quotes, who solved equations by hand during NASA's early years and those of its precursor organization. I didn't know this. The National Advisory Committee for Aeronautics, the NACA. I didn't know that was what it was called. But, but uh, Johnson and several other black women worked in a racially segregated computing unit in Hampton, Virginia, that wasn't actually dissolved until NACA became NASA in 1958. And they had to use different bathrooms and such all in the effort to get man to the moon. But this woman, who was honored by President Obama during her lifetime and during his presidency, she's passed away, Katherine Johnson, at the age of 101, a life well lived. A weird story coming from Knoxville, Georgia, as investigators there trying to determine what happened to a 76-year-old man who was found dead in his yard with bite marks on his body. As Lee Alvin Beecham discovered on Sunday evening outside his home in Crawford County, Georgia, this according to the Sheriff Lewis Walker, the agency dispatched to the scene after a caller reported seeing a man lying in the yard unresponsive, and when those deputies arrived, they found Mr. Beecham with signs of bite marks to his body. An autopsy is being performed to determine the cause of death. The Sheriff's Office didn't say what caused the bites but you'd think it must have been an animal of some type that got this guy there in his in his yard in crawford county georgia knoxville georgia a story we don't often read about thankfully here more to come in this developing story a crazy story out of boston we don't often talk about boston on the y'all show but there you found on monday a former tennis coach of the texas longhorns university of texas at austin men's tennis coach who was fired a couple of years ago for his role in taking a bribe well he was facing the jury on monday and after the court ruled that he was guilty of a hundred thousand dollar bribe as part of a sweeping college admission scam michael center collapsed into his chair 
and sobbed with his face in his hands after the judge declared he would spend time behind bars for his action and he in this undetermined this public's faith in the and his undermining the public's faith in the college admissions process as district judge richard stern said i believe you're a good man but this is one of these things that just can't be overlooked now this man center michael center pleaded guilty in federal court in 2019 to participating in this bribery scheme in which hollywood stars and other prominent parents paid huge sums to get their kids into top universities this has been highly publicized now i'm telling you this story because this former tennis coach of the texas longhorns michael center okay so he gets told he's got to go to jail for about six months there in the court and as soon as he's able to he gets out of the courtroom and he he should have been a track coach for ut in austin he runs from the courthouse he runs from his lawyers and people were trying to get a comment and he just ran and ran and ran and i don't think that anybody caught up with this former coach there of the texas longhorns and so that's one way to not have a comment after you're sentenced to jail for a couple months back in 2015 singer gave a uh, a singer who is a person who was part of this scam here gave this coach fifty thousand dollars i think it was not forty thousand dollars for the school's tennis program and flew to austin where the coach also got sixty thousand dollars in cash for himself during a meeting at a hotel parking lot and he was among 50 people arrested last year in this case dubbed operation varsity blues and again it's bad enough he gets sentenced and people like laurie laughlin and others were part of this whole deal and now this guy who relatively uh not as famous of course as some of these other people but what makes him famous is he ran away from the courthouse when he was found guilty and told he's got to go spend some time in the Hooskow. Now to Clemson University in South Carolina, an assistant professor of forest health and invasive species is now spearheading an effort to get the Bradford pear tree banned. Get rid of this invasive tree species. David Coyle is the assistant professor at Clemson, and he wants to get rid of this invasive tree species that spread across the entire upstate of South Carolina. And frankly, Bradford pears are in most states east of the Mississippi River. And right now, at least in Clemson, he's doing his part by getting rid of the Bradford pear trees in Nettles Park in Clemson and replacing it with a more native tree species that sits that suits the upstate of South Carolina. Now, why is the Bradford pear a renegade tree? Why is it so bad? Well, in particular, it has become regarded a nuisance tree for its initially neat, dense upward growth, which made it desirable in cramped urban spaces. So it grows rather quickly and provides some shade. But without corrective selective pruning at early stages, those weak crotches result in a multitude of narrow, weak forts, which are very susceptible to storm damage. And because of this and the resulting relatively short lifespan of Bradford trees, which is usually about 25 years or less, a lot of people are discouraged from using Bradford pears and planting and are going with other pear cultivars in favor of increasingly use of locally native ornamental tree species so all you arborists out there stay away from bradford pears i know a lot of people put these things up because they do kind of grow quickly and give you a little bit of shade but they're a what's called a nuisance tree by the way the pear that comes from them you're not it's not edible that that doesn't do you any good the tree the wood part of this is is totally useless this tree originated i think in 
China and Vietnam and brought over because it grows rather quick here in the United States. But it's it's a nuisance. And this professor at Clemson, well, some people would say the Clemson football team is kind of a nuisance. Well, at least the Bradford pair, we can all agree, is a big old nuisance across the Southland. And finally, Tennessee legislature. Our Tennessee legislative update. Because, hey, every now and every now and then, like every week it seems, something happens in the, the big old building on that hill in downtown Nashville that the rest of the South needs to know about. Whether it's Bill Lee, the governor, and some of the actions he's taken there in his, what now, second year leading the state of Tennessee. One thing he just recently did is he signed into law the name Volunteer State. It is officially the Volunteer State in the state of Tennessee. I bet y'all didn't know that. Well, you would know it if you'd listened to the Y'all Show here recently. (laughs) But the latest thing coming from the state legislators of Tennessee, they are considering a resolution to congratulate President Donald Trump for his acquittal. And it's supposed to go to the Tennessee State House here in the next couple of days as Representative Andy Holt out of West Tennessee. He wants to recognize the president for being acquitted by the U.S. Senate on the impeachment charges brought by the U.S. U.S. House. Holt said Monday afternoon, I think it's a notable historical event in our time that should he be recognized for being acquitted. The lawmaker's resolution also honors Tennessee's two Republican U.S. senators for voting to acquit the president. One of those, Lamar Alexander, kind of, kind of, well, I won't even say kind of, he did help change the way this whole thing worked out for President Trump by his vote to not have further witnesses. It helped, as going back to a Barney Fife quote, it helped nip this thing in the bud. And now... Andy Holt of West Tennessee, I think maybe from the Jackson area, he is pushing forward this resolution in Nashville to recognize the commander-in-chief, not for some great feat for the state of Tennessee, not for something else, maybe uh, saving the world from the coronavirus. No, he wants to put up forward a resolution that congratulates President Donald Trump for surviving the impeachment. The Republican said he's, he's expected to get most, if not all, of his party's votes for the House resolution, but not many, if any, of the Democrats. Yet, you, you think? <laughs> and one guy, Bo Mitchell, a Democratic representative from Music City, said, "This is just another waste of taxpayer dollars on something to further a partisan political agenda." I think there are plenty of deserving Tennesseans who haven't been honored. What's next? Are we going to honor every Tennessean who has been acquitted of a crime? <laughs> <laughs> the resolution honoring President Trump scheduled to be heard on the House floor in Nashville on Thursday. That might be worth tuning in if you get a chance to see the Tennessee legislature in action in a resolution to honor DJT, the commander-in-chief in Tennessee, by the way. A, a very, very bright ruby red state when it comes to politics. When the Y'all Show continues, speaking of politics, we're going to go from the red of Tennessee to... Uh, at least this weekend, a very blue South Carolina, as Democrats will be going to the polls and choosing their candidate for president. And Democratic strategist Zeke Stokes is stopping by after the break. He is the founder of ZS Strategies, and he's going to share his insight on what's going on in South Carolina because he's no, he's very knowledgeable about Democratic Party politics. And Zeke, being a native South Carolina, South Carolinian, he knows what's going on in the Palmetto State here this weekend. Zeke Stokes, it's part of our Southern Political Report, and Zeke's coming back with us after the break. 
Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm gonna just rip this band-aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. I grew up in South Carolina Singing all them bluegrass and country songs I'd sing from Hannah down to Charlestown Getting all the people to sing along To what I call South Carolina Low Country And this is the show that's all about the South. I'm John Rawl. Welcome back to y'all. And here on the program that's all about the South, we love to talk politics, especially when it's relevant. And guess what? It's very relevant right now in the South. We've got Super Tuesday less than a week away. And on this Saturday in the Palmetto State of South Carolina, Voters will be going to the polls in the Democratic primary to select a winner there and to help us understand what's going on in the great iodine state, a.k.a. Palmetto State. We've got Democratic strategist Zeke Stokes joining us right now to help us make sense of what's going on Saturday in South Carolina, but also next week's Super Tuesday. Hello. Welcome to the Y'all Show, Zeke. 
Thank you so much, John. It's great to be with you. Great to be with you. And you're headed into South Carolina today. We've got on this Tuesday evening a Democratic debate going on at the Gilliard Auditorium in downtown Charleston. And as we head into South Carolina this weekend, a lot of people are watching Joe Biden as he says he's he's kind of backing off of this. So, Zeke, what's the deal with Biden? He says that South Carolina is not his firewall. But a lot of people say that Joe Biden says that South Carolina is his firewall. So what's up with Vice President Biden. Well, you know, I think he sees like the rest of the of the field and the and the party and the country. Um, Bernie Sanders surging, coming off of Iowa, doing very very well. Um, but I think he is downplaying uh, expectations, uh, probably smartly. But uh, but I do think that South Carolina is still his firewall. You know, there's something really unique about South Carolina, and I ran races there for years. Um, it's about relationships. You can't parachute into South Carolina off momentum from Iowa or New Hampshire and think you're going to build a campaign um, uh, quickly, a campaign that, that can win. You have to start early, and no one has more of a head start in this race in South Carolina than Joe Biden. He was obviously Barack Obama's uh, vice president. He was super close to uh, our former uh, Senator Fritz Hollings spoke at the funeral uh, and South Carolina Democrats have a special relationship with Joe Biden. It's a personal relationship. He knows many of us by name um, and has been to the state uh, dozens, if not uh, if not scores of, of times over the last couple of decades. So anyone trying to take on Joe Biden in South Carolina has has a long road to hoe, as we say. But, uh, you know, I think Sanders is surging and is going to have a strong showing. I also think Tom Steyer is going to have a strong showing. He started running ads early, is spending a lot of money. In fact, I was uh, with my 10-year-old nephew a couple of weeks ago taking him to soccer, and he and his friends can recite Tom Steyer ads verbatim because they're on their YouTube channels all day long. So, And, he, and he's attracted some of South Carolina's heavy hitters, like Gilda Cop Hunter, the, the minority leader of the, of the Democrats uh, in the in the state house, and Jimmy Williams, a longtime uh, Democratic o- operative. So I think Steyer's going to do well. Sanders is going to do well, but there's no question that Joe Biden is is the man to beat in South Carolina even now. Yeah, and again, part of that big reason why Biden's even in the factor is the black vote, where it's expected that 60% of those participating in the Democratic primary this weekend will be black. Now, Zeke, I want to ask you, when you break down that particular category there, the black vote, how much is that going to break down male versus female? Since you're a Democratic strategist, I want to know what you expect there on that front. I don't know that I, I would put a percentage on it, but there's uh, there's no question that um, African-American women have been the backbone of the Democratic Party in South Carolina and, and across the country for a very long time. And um, and and I think all indications are in South Carolina that 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 community, especially um, older African-American women, are very, very strongly for Joe Biden. There's a lot of good um, residual um, uh, a feeling about the Obama Biden administration among African Americans in South Carolina, and folks that I talk to aren't so concerned about you know the 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 media chatter that they hear about whether or not you know Joe Biden is the most dynamic person on the debate stage or whether he had this gaffe or that gaffe. They see in him someone they've known for a long time, someone they have trusted for a long time, and someone I think that they can imagine being president of the United States. Um, and you know I don't think it's I don't think it's i don't think it's smart to uh, to underestimate um the depth of joe biden's support among african americans in south carolina that said 
Um, the African-American vote in South Carolina is not a monolith, especially in a primary like this, where you have a lot of choices. You have, uh, you know, ultra progressive choices like Bernie Sanders. You've got, you know, moderates like Amy Klobuchar and Pete Buttigieg making a run for it. Um, and you've got this upstart, Tom Steyer, um, coming out of nowhere and introducing himself to South Carolinians by spending a lot of money, um, but also spending a lot of time on the ground. He and his wife have both been on the ground in South Carolina uh, uh, pretty regularly and in some cases nonstop uh, for the last few weeks. So I think this is, uh, is uh, going to be a, a bit of a wake-up call for the media around the country who've been uh, sort of projecting that Bernie Sanders is going to run the board. That's just not how it works in South Carolina. Our, our Democratic Party plays by its own rules um, and, and, and looks at this race very differently. And I think that's a function of, of how diverse the, the Democratic electorate is in South Carolina. It's going to be, be the most diverse primary so far. Uh, I, uh, Nevada also obviously diverse, but a caucus, not a primary. Um, and so, you know, we're going to go into Super Tuesday with, I think, a, a bit of a wide open race um, with Buttigieg, you know, right under nipping at, at Sanders heels for, for second and national uh, place. Biden coming out of South Carolina, probably with a win. And then Bl- Mike Bloomberg is waiting for everybody, you know, the following Tuesday. We're talking with Zeke Stokes, Democratic strategist and the founder of ZS Strategies, as South Carolinians go to the primary this Saturday. And you actually stole a little bit of my question, Zeke, when I (laughs) was going to bring up the monolithic vote. It's easy to put, let's say, Joe Biden out front and say, yeah, he's going to win South Carolina. Okay, enough said. Hey, it's not monolithic. You know how I know so? Because Jim Clyburn's own family is an example of that. The longtime congressman from South Carolina who who, is he the majority whip right now in the U.S. House? Absolutely. Okay. Majority whip in the House uh, and a, a legend in South Carolina for the last 50 years and and probably the most respected Democrat in state politics in South Carolina. Well, he's going to announce, I think, Wednesday his who he's backing in this Democratic primary. But his own grandson, I saw him interviewed on CBS, his own grandson is supporting Pete Buttigieg which is a little bit unusual to see that. So an example of the non-monolithic category we're talking about. Absolutely. His his grandson, uh, Walter, um, Walter's mother, Jennifer, is a good friend of mine. and, and the whole well, Is she the former been, FCC commissioner? Uh, no, that's Mignon Clyburn. Okay. Okay. Uh, so this is Mignon's sister, Jennifer. She's, a, she's a, a professional educator in South Carolina, and she and I worked together at the State Department of Education in South Carolina a couple of decades ago. She's Walter's mother, and, and you know, this is a family um, that, um, that is uh, is – always aligned and um with one another in terms of their support for one another but they do have varying opinions um and the late emily Clyburn, who was who was congressman Clyburn's wife uh raised independent kids and independent grandkids and so i think it's exciting to see um walter Clyburn reed that's his name uh supporting pete Buttigieg um and sort of representing uh, a a younger uh, uh more progressive um uh, set of values uh, in 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 uh, in South Carolina politics, and you know, you know, I think it 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 it, uh, it 
it's important to to acknowledge uh, that Pete Buttigieg is gay going into um, a primary in South Carolina where, you know, there's been this perception, perhaps um, incorrect or correct, that that the older African-American community is not as accepting. But here you see the grandson of Jim Clyburn uh, um, uh, as one of the leading activists and supporters of Pete Buttigieg in the state. I think it's incredibly refreshing. I want to ask you, Zeke, this is, uh, it's getting real in South Carolina Saturday as they have the Democratic primary, but also the way the rules are set up in the Palmetto State, it allows anybody to walk in and vote that day. So there's already talk that some Republicans are going to go in and vote. They have nothing to lose and potentially vote for a Bernie Sanders to really shake things up. What's your opinion on that, Zeke? Yeah, I ran races in South Carolina for a long time, and, and you know, there are always these these speculations about one party jumping into another's primary to spoil it. And I've never seen it actually happen in any real numbers. Um, you know, I think it's, it's a great media story and it's good fodder for Twitter, but I don't think there's any reality to it. You would have to spend an awful lot of money and be really, really organized, uh, in order to do that. And I just think smart, smart politicians and political operatives know that that's not a good way to spend resources. Um, and honestly, you know, if you look at the math and you look at the, at how, you know, Sanders could run the board, it's possible they don't, he doesn't even need Republicans voting in voting for him in South Carolina. You know, he goes into this race on Saturday with, with no question, he's the front runner. Um, and it's his, uh, to win at this point, if you just look at the math and the calendar, um, you know, when you and when you look at, you know, the rest of the field, you know, uh, you know, Bernie's got uh, you know, somewhere between 30 and uh, 25 and 30 percent. So you've got 60 to 75 percent of Democratic voters who prefer someone other than Bernie Sanders. But if they can't unite, if they don't unite um, and behind a single candidate, you know, they're providing a really clear path to path to the nomination for Bernie. So can Bernie Sanders, in your opinion, win this thing? You're saying outright. That's what it sounds like. I don't know if he can win it outright, but he can certainly go into it, go into the convention with a plurality of the delegates uh, and perhaps um, uh, the a plurality of the um, of the actual vote totals from from the states. And then, you know, it you know, who knows what would happen at a contested convention? I don't think that's super likely. I think, you know. Uh, something will happen between here and there to, to to settle the nomination one way or another. But you can see procedurally, or you know, just from looking at the math, that he does have a he does have a path to get there. Yeah, talking with Zeke Stokes, the founder of ZS Strategies and a Democratic strategist. As South Carolinians again going to the primary this week, do you know if Republicans are also going to the primary? Because I haven't heard one word about that this weekend. You know, I think Republicans canceled their primary in okay. South Carolina. I think that's one of the states that the Trump the, the Trump organization really leaned on to 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 cancel um, the right of primary voters to to choose someone else. You know, so that's its ho- its own controversy, but really sort of demonstrative of of what a hold this president has on the grassroots of the Republican Party. And of course, if you know anything about the Republican primary for president, there actually was a guy running who had been the governor of South Carolina, Mark Sanford. I think he's has he canceled that. I think he I think he got out of the race. I don't okay. even know. It was he I'm not sure he was ever really in the race. Yeah, <laughs> you know? well he he's all about trying to be more fiscally uh, responsible, which we we do need to do that for sure. 
Zeke, I want to ask you, of course, South Carolina is this weekend. Then we move on within a week to Super Tuesday. And let's say Joe Biden ekes out a victory in South Carolina. Does that completely reinvent the race here going into Super Tuesday? Or do you see Sanders still with so much in his favor that he ought to be able to coast right through the nomination? I think most people expect Biden to win South Carolina. So I don't think that's going to throw the race into any kind of tailspin. I do think what's going to throw the race into a tailspin is is the the Bloomberg factor. You know, he turned in a horrendous debate performance uh, last week, but he is spending what it takes to lead the early polling going into many of the Super Tuesday states. He's ahead in Virginia in a poll I saw just a couple of days ago. You know, he is spending a lot of money to to uh, to sell an image of himself that doesn't necessarily uh, parallel what Democrats saw on stage uh, last week in Nevada, uh, but he's got the money to go all the way. Uh, and so I think he's the big wild card here. Um, I was at his campaign headquarters a, a week or two ago with some friends, just getting a tour and meeting some of the people. I'm uncommitted in this race, um, but he's got 2,100 employees across the country. I'm told that at the peak of the campaign, Hillary Clinton only had 800 campaign employees across the country. So this is a campaign that's spending what it takes. Um, they've got a, a super determined billionaire at the helm, um, and so I would I would uh, caution folks about. Uh, counting Mike Bloomberg out just based on what they saw on that stage last last week. He's got another opportunity uh, tonight in South Carolina uh, to to uh, to 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 re uh, restart that narrative around his debate performance, and we'll see if he can do it. Speaking of Mayor Bloomberg, as a guy myself that travels all over the Southeast, seek. I'll be honest with you, his name is the only name that I see. We're at y'all.com, by the way, our website, to learn more about this interview, to learn more about the ultimate guide to the South, y'all.com. But as I travel the highways and byways outside of South Carolina, it seems like, like you said, Bloomberg's got the ground game going. And do you see that happening to help him to win states like Alabama on Super Tuesday, Tennessee, Virginia, North Carolina, also going to the polls Super Tuesday, and Texas, too? Yeah, you know, it's you know, there's a direct correlation between spending uh, and uh, and an outcome in in most cases, um, and I think you know, the, at last number I saw, he had spent somewhere between three hundred and five hundred million dollars of his own money uh, to get this far, and he has made an impression with those hundreds of millions of dollars, and I think all indications are that he's willing to spend whatever it takes to get across the finish line, um, and you know, while that may turn off some Democrats, I actually think. That infusion of energy and and honestly cash, especially cash aimed at attacking the Trump administration, is going to lift all of all of our boats, regardless of whether Bloomberg is the nominee or not. And he's pledged that he'll continue to invest those dollars, even if he's not. So, you know, I think you know we can we can spend a lot of time talking about why Bloomberg is not a is not really a Democrat or not really the best candidate to represent us or can't beat Trump. But you can't argue with the ability uh, to to turn that money into impact uh, at the end of the day. Well, he's got money, and as a guy who's got a strategic company, Democratic strategist Zeke Stokes here with ZS Strategies, I'm sure you wouldn't mind managing a couple hundred million dollars, would you? You know, that's 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 a, that's an easy day at work. <laughs> 
Well, the big question is the Democrats are going to come up with some kind of candidate at some point, whether it be Bernie Sanders or maybe this contested convention that we hear could be a possibility in Milwaukee. Ultimately, somebody's got to go up against President Donald Trump. And here in the South, just about every single state went for President Trump in 2016, the exception being Maryland and Virginia. And now going into 2020, Zeke, I want to ask you, you're you seem like a pretty sharp guy i know you are because you're from south carolina what's what's your opinion on how you see this race when we get to a democratic contender in in november of 2020 who which states are going to be in play in your opinion uh you know i think if we have the right candidate with the right message and we can make this a referendum on trump what he is what he represents the promises he's broken um the uh his behavior in office and, and hold on a second i've got to ask you what promises yeah. has he broken because he's always talking about promises kept so right. well you know he 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 told west virginia coal miners we were going to bring coal back that's never going to happen he talked about saving the auto industry we're actually losing auto industry jobs um so you could go right down the list you know his 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 tariff uh, war with China is hurting um, hurting businesses. Farmers are hurting in Iowa and across the heartland because of uh, his policies. Uh, and so those are those are all broken promises. Uh, we could go down the list, but I think you know one of the things that this that, that is really critical is this race has to be a referendum on Trump. If it's a refer- rep- referendum on the definition of what it means to be a democratic socialist or on Bloomberg's you know record a, uh, of race and as mayor of New York, we can't fight on those on those on those fields. We have to fight this on on the fields that uh, that Trump is weak on, and that's his own. Rep- and his own um, his own incompetence in the job of, of president. Um, and, you know, so I think many states can be in play. I think Georgia will certainly be in play. North Carolina will be in play. Virginia will be in play. Um, and, you know, we've got a great candidate, Jamie Harrison, running for the U.S. Senate in South Carolina. Lindsey Graham is proving to be exactly the thing that South Carolinas despise the most. Uh, Washington, D.C., yes man he's gone from being an independent maverick who aligns himself with john mccain to exactly the opposite a sycophant who's just a mouthpiece for this president and south carolinians that i talked to are really turned off by that uh even even uh republicans uh and a lot of independents and democrats who voted for Lindsay for a long time so i think a lot of these states can be in play but it has to be about taking this president on uh hitting him uh as hard as he as we can and really uh energizing voters to uh, to 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 turn uh, to turn the country around and go in a different direction. One of the things I was really actually pleased to see, um, and I don't think we should count her out, is uh, how Elizabeth Warren took on Mike Bloomberg. And I think that was a little bit of a preview about what Elizabeth Warren on the ticket as either a president or a vice president nominee could look like. Uh, she went right to the heart of uh, Bloomberg's weaknesses. She was inflappable uh, in in questioning and criticizing him uh, and came away with a, with a nice pull bump from it. So I think that was that's a preview of, of, of what I think any Democrat needs to be able to do to Donald Trump in a national debate. Well, November, a lot's at stake, not only the presidency, but also the Senate and the House of Representatives. People will be fighting for there. As we wrap up with our visit here with Zeke Stokes, what about the South? I know there's some states like Tennessee are going to be electing a brand new U.S. senator, and other states have people going to the polls voting for congressmen and Senate. I mean, in South Carolina, Joe Cunningham pulled off one of the biggest upsets of 2018. What's your opinion on the House of Representatives and the Senate heading into 2020? 
I think we can hold the House. Uh, I think we can take back the Senate um, for a Democratic majority, um, but we can't do it with a divided party. And so whether Bernie is the nominee or it's someone else, Democrats have to come together and they have to be able to put together uh, a winning coalition that's more than just uh, progressives uh, on Twitter. We've got to be able to bring bring, um, middle America along with us and help them understand that it's the Democratic Party and our candidates um, who are fighting for them. You know, I have the uh, unpleasant distinction of having run the last winning statewide race for a Democrat in South Carolina back in 2006. And, and we did that by, by, uh, by, but with, with a candidate, Jim Rex, who was running for state superintendent of education, who um, could speak to, to every community and, um, and, and, and articulate a vision that brought people together around education and economic development and reform. Uh, and that's the kind of thing that this nominee needs to be able to do. They've got to, we, we can't win it with just Democrats. We've got to bring independents along. And I think if we nominate the right candidate with the right message um, and run a good campaign, we can bring a lot of Republicans along who are tired of the the rhetoric and and uh, and the narrative out of this white house zeke you'll be back in your native south carolina this week what besides seeing your parents what else you gonna be doing while you're in south carolina well we'll eat some barbecue <laughs> and, and we, uh, go ahead and tell the world what the best barbecue is well it's brown's barbecue in king street uh-huh. uh yeah uh you know there's a couple other good places but i i i I am partial to Brown's barbecue, um, and uh, I'll be in Charleston, so I'll probably have some good seafood and uh, and hang out with some friends. Well, a wonderful state, and South Carolina, your home, my home, and remember, South Carolinians, go out and do your constitutional duty here, if you're a Democrat at least, and make sure you vote in the primary. And everybody else in the South, don't forget, Super Tuesday, just about every southern state other than South Carolina goes to the polls on tuesday of next week and a big day that day zeke thank you very much for coming on the y'all show and sharing your input on the democratic race for president in 2020 zeke stokes everybody thanks for having me great to talk to you all right more of the y'all show continues after this break stay tuned it's coming you know what to do Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. 
Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. this hour of the y'all show real quick taking a look at what's going on at y'all.com y'all the ultimate guide to the south and right now i know you all might have a little bit of the winter blues you think we might be out of the cold weather you get a little bit more normal temperatures i'm talking in the 50s and 60s and then boom right over the top of your head it's 20 degrees again well to help out and get you ready for spring break which for some of you will be coming up pretty soon y'all.com's got a story up called how to melt away winter weight for spring break oh weight loss don't we just love that subject well here's a couple of tips and we encourage you to go to y'all.com and check out this feature there at the healthy living portion of y'all.com the article how to melt away winter weight for spring break a couple of the tips don't stress it as stress is just a counterproductive way of weight loss stop worrying about how you are going to lose that weight and just start working on doing it do like i do i won't say that i'm gonna get a gold star or anything but i don't eat bad meals every time i usually eat a bad meal once every three meals so two of my three meals are are, are at least good and at least for right now i'm doing a little exercise also only weigh yourself once a week so stay out of the blues just weigh yourself only once a week and that should make you feel better don't get into fad diets just because it's working for others it doesn't mean it will work for you most popular diets are successful in one thing and that one thing is marketing so stay away from fad diets also avoid skipping meals now this is something i know that i'm guilty of it's so easy if you're not that hungry to just forget about it to to go on and do something else but you have to eat. You have to get your body used to having three meals a day and get your body back into a schedule. Just don't eat before bedtime. That's always a bad thing. Try to eat. And I'm no doctor, so you don't have to take it from me. But this is common sense. Try not to eat your last meal of the day past, let's uh, say, 7 o'clock at night. Try to eat well before then if you're able to. Also, eat smarter fruits and nuts instead of a candy bar grilled instead of fried and high protein low fat high protein low fat we all know all of this by now it's a matter of doing it so a lot of this stuff common sense but you can go again to y'all.com and check out this great great article there about how you can melt away winter weight for spring break also there's a link to the best detox teas for weight loss if you want to try that route a 
good option for you. And if you go to y'all.com, one of the cool things I saw on the homepage as I logged on was an article called The Recipe for Easy Roasted Green Beans. We love green beans in the South. How about some easy roasted green beans? The recipe for that right there at y'all.com's homepage. Go now before it kind of cycles off, but it's a great way to stay in shape and in touch with yourself and and put a smile on your your big old face because that's what we want now. Of course, if you go follow these steps of losing weight, you might have a, a smile on your little old face. No no problem. We, we like you big, small. We just like you tuning in the Y'all Show and going to y'all.com. In the second hour of today's Y'all Show, stick around. What we got coming right back, some boxing talk as Tuscaloosa, Alabama's own native son, Deontay Wilder, kind of had a little bit of a rough night Saturday night. We'll tell you about that. Also, we'll give you the latest with some football news, a sad passage, and the Navy midshipman family. And then we'll go in hour two to visit our college baseball guest, an insider and a familiar face, Matt Hermans, and then Matt Hermans, the barbecue barrister, is going to weigh in on this upcoming Democratic primary and Super Tuesday, as he's going to have a kind of a question posed of him. If the Democratic candidates were barbecue, well, what would they be? Matt Hermans, our barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, is going to answer that question, and he'll do that in hour two of the Y'all Show. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. How you doing there, champ? This is the Y'all Show. It's our second hour. And coming up here in just a few minutes, Matt Herman's going to join us, and he's going to pull a double duty today. He's going to talk some college baseball with us as he's all over that particular sport. And then Matt Herman's is our barbecue barrister, and we're going to have him weigh in on the subject of the Democratic debate and the Democratic well, the whole primary that's going on Saturday in South Carolina, then next Tuesday, about nine states have Super Tuesday in the South. And he's going to weigh in with the big question. If Democratic candidates were barbecue, dot, 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 Matt Herman's weighs in. And he'll also talk about if President Trump was a barbecue, what that would be. So that ought to be a fun discussion. That's coming up 
later this second hour of the Y'all Show. 803-816-1170 is our number. And I said champ to start this hour out. How about the champ? Deontay Wilder, the Tuscaloosa, Alabama native. Deontay's a young 34 years old, but he might feel about 84 this week. He kind of had it handed to him over the weekend as he had a, a little boxing fight, his second match with Tyson Fury. And let's just say things didn't go his way as he got pounded in the corner in the seventh round of their rematch at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas over the weekend. And the Tuscaloosa kid, well, this one didn't go his way. And he loses his heavyweight title to the Brit. And guess what? On Monday, it was announced that that Deontay Wilder told ESPN that he will definitely exercise his right to an immediate third fight with Tyson Fury. So look for another big fight. In fact, I heard President Trump just before he boarded the plane to go to India on Sunday morning, our time, someone asked him, hey, did you see the fight last night? And President Trump said, who, again, his own casinos were boxing fights happen. And he said, yeah, that was a great one. In fact, I want to get both of them to the White House. That would be Fury and Wilder. Wilder, the loser, but President Trump so captivated by his performance and the fact that he had been the heavyweight title holder that they're going to go to the White House if President Trump hasn't forgot about this since he did fly all the way around the world in the last 24 hours or so. But the Tuscaloosa with a rough night this past weekend in Vegas. Now, college basketball, things are heating up there, and nobody wants to take it across the chin and and have to get KO'd in that sport. Looking at some standings of college basketball, we'll look at a couple of conferences here in our college sports lanyap here as part of our sports lanyap on this Tuesday edition of the Y'all Show. First off, the standings of the American Athletic Conference. The Houston Cougars are currently ranked number 25 in the land, and they're in a little bit of a battle with the Cincinnati Bearcats and the Tulsa Golden Hurricane in the AAC as Houston has an 11-4 conference record. The Bearcats of UC also with that same mark. The Golden Hurricane, just one loss behind. Other teams of note in the AAC that are still trying to punch their postseason berth. The Wichita State Shockers are 8-6 and six in conference play, but they do have 20 wins to their credit. SMU, good job there in Big D. The Mustangs are 8-6. and six. The Memphis Tigers are 8-6, and 19-8 overall. Memphis with a nice win over the Houston Cougars at FedEx Forum this past weekend. Now to Conference USA, the Mean Green of North Texas are the leaders of CUSA. They have a 12 and 2 conference record, 18 and 9 overall. That same 18 and 9 mark is what the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky own, but WKU is only 11-4. They're one game behind North Texas in the CUSA standings. The Bulldogs of Louisiana Tech are nipping on everybody's heels. The Texters with a 10 and 4 overall mark in the in, in the CUSA college basketball play now the two conferences that end up this week with their regular season they'll have their conference tournament next week so right now taking a look at the ohio valley conference clarksville tennessee's austin p govs the govs are ahead right now are actually tied with three, two other teams atop the ovc in this final week of ovc play the govs with a 13 and 3 conference record and 19 and 10 overall 
the Murray State Racers, John Morant's old team. The Racers are 13-3, and 20-8 overall. And the Belmont Rebel Bruins in Nashville, Belmont is 13-3, and 22-7. Belmont and Murray State both have a pretty long history of getting an NCAA berth. So a really close race down the home stretch of the OVC between the Govs, the Racers, and the Belmont Bruins. Now to the Southern Conference and ETSU out of Johnson City. The Bucks are at 14 and 2, and they right now are in the driver's seat, but they got some competition. There's two teams nipping on the Bucks' heels. The Furman Paladins are 13 and 3. Furman escaped with a win at Bon Secours Wellness Arena in Greenville this past weekend against the Walford Terriers. And Furman 13 and 3 in SoCon play. Also in the SoCon, the UNC Greensboro Spartans are 13 and 3. All three of those teams again have their last week of regular season play before going to Asheville, North Carolina for the Southern Conference Tournament, the nation's oldest collegiate basketball tournament. That'll be in Asheville, North Carolina next weekend. Now to some college football news, and sadly, a member of the Navy football program, David Forney, was found dead after he was found unresponsive in his dorm room there at Annapolis. Forney from Walkersville, Maryland, was found by a fellow midshipman last week, transported to Anne Arundel Medical Center, where he was pronounced dead. The football player, 22 years old, cause of death still has not been announced Now, he had finished his playing days at Navy as Forney was an offensive lineman for Ken Niamatololo's team. Now, Navy had a wonderful season in 2019. They almost had a chance to play for the AAC crown. Missed out, I think, by one game to the Memphis Tigers. They ended up going to the Liberty Bowl and played against the Kansas State Wildcats in the Liberty Bowl. And Navy won that game and had an awesome season there this past season and he was david forney an all-conference player for the middies this past season a real tragedy there he played in washington dc area as a prepster for georgetown prep and then went on to navy and as a senior in 2019 he started all 13 games at left guard and again was named all aac as navy by the way led the fbs in rushing with get this 360 yards per game he was supposed to be graduating may 22nd and then commissioned in the navy as a cryptologic warfare officer and a very unfortunate deal for david forney and his family as he's been found dead again a a tough loss at the age of 22 fair winds and following seas there midshipman and uh, just an entire navy football program this guy had finished his playing days for the middies but still a a great American and a patriot that was going to go serve our country and his life cut short for, for some unknown reason. And our last story here in our college football news here comes to us from Tuscaloosa via, well, it wouldn't be happening if not for Athens, Scott Cochran. You probably have, if you've tuned in an Alabama football game the last five, six years, you've seen some crazy guy, especially in the fourth quarter, over there looking like he's doing jumping jacks during an Alabama football game. Well, that's Scott Cochran. He's the strength and conditioning coach for the Capstone. And he's leaving Nick Saban. As he arrived, actually, he's been a part of the football program at UA since 2007, Nick Saban's first year there. And Scott Cochran is leaving Alabama to go be the special teams coach at Georgia. Kirby Smart has pulled the Benedict Arnold for this guy, Cochran. Nick Saban, the coach of Alabama, said looking for a new career path. That 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 that's what Cochran was the excuse given. He said he wanted to get on the field coaching and would like one day, I think, to be a head coach. So maybe Kirby's giving him 
that opportunity. But Scott Cochran, who, again, if you don't know anything about the way college football works, especially in the offseason, these strength and conditioning coaches have more contact with the players than even the head coaches, the coaching staff, the actual guys who are part of the play calling aren't even allowed to talk to these players in most cases. So the strength and conditioning coach is the point of contact and Scott Cochran taking his big, bright ball this time, instead of being a crimson ball, a good old Georgia bulldog, red and black ball and sprinting right to Athens between the hedges. When we come back, we've got more college sports talk to tell you about, but we're going to switch over and tell you a little bit about college baseball. Matt Hermans, he's our barbecue barrister, but the boy knows his college baseball. And when we come back, Matt Hermans is going to fill us in on what happened in week two of NCAA baseball and what's coming up. Some of the leaders, some of the great players of college baseball. And then before the hour ends, Matt Hermans is going to put on his other hat instead of his baseball hat, his barbecue hat. And he's going to weigh in on the Democratic primary as South Carolinians go to the polls Saturday. And the question is going to be asked of Matt, if the Democratic candidates were barbecue, well, what would they be? And Matt Hermans is going to have a fun answer. So stick around. The fun's just getting started here in hour two of This the Y'all Show. Deep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252.
And this is The All Show. I'm John Rawl. Welcome back to The All Southern Program. And we're joined each Tuesday by our barrister. But here on The Y'all Show, we're going to give him a little bit of a change this week. He's been our barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, Big 12 football, and all things important to all of us for our life purposes. He could really weigh in on just about everything. So, barrister, if you don't mind, I'm going to throw you a curveball, Matt Hermans. Are you ready to catch this curveball? I'm, uh, I'm up to the batter's box, and uh, I'm ready for it. Let's do it. You're our new barrister of college baseball. <laughs> Fantastic. That means I get to watch even more than I already do, which uh, I can tell my wife I have an excuse now. Yes. Well, I know you've got other things that you have to do in your life. However, it is your constitutional duty now to keep up with everything NCAA baseball, at least all the way till we get to – the middle of june when the college world series takes place in home omaha so we're going to be touching base with you pun intended on college baseball we're also going to get matt herman's in the next segment to go back to his other duty of being our barbecue barrister so you don't mind the double play do you uh i I prefer to call it a twin killing and i will uh I'm happy. I'm happy to, uh, I guess, go from second to first. Well, that's what we're. That's the kind of attitude. You're our little slugger. I tell you what, <laughs> Matt. We're going to have you talk barbecue. Before we do that, and I'm going to debut right now. Just a drum roll, please. There in the background. I don't think drum rolls are that common in college baseball. But let's debut your new graphic here on our y'all TV broadcasts for our baseball barrister. Are you ready for this, everybody? Here it goes. Push the button, and voila. There it is. And there's even more stuff coming next week. So now that, cool. the, now that the fancy stuff's out of the way, we're, we've just wrapped up week two of college baseball. What do you think? What's going on so far? There was a huge series between Florida and Miami this past weekend. But just your thoughts now that we're now heading to week number three in college baseball. Yeah, you know, we haven't got into conference play necessarily yet, but um, it's already fun. You've got um, SEC baseball is uh, fantastic. Um, SEC is not just a football league. Um, You know, you usually have a couple teams in the basketball division there that play really well, but the SEC is a a top-notch baseball league. If not the best, then then certainly – right there and i would say this year the best so you've had some some interesting storylines already uh in the sec you've got florida um kind of a perennial baseball power um but uh, you would call it an off year last year you would call them a very talented team but just couldn't quite get it all together to be the team that that you thought they would last year but uh, a lot of folks thought including myself that uh, this would be the year to kind of get it together and boy uh, the Gators have come out swinging. Uh, Miami was a top ten ranked team. They swept Miami, uh, which is in Coral Gables. That's right. Tough task to to do that, uh, not only on the road but at Miami. It's just tough. I mean, in college baseball, you play uh, sometimes you play four game series, but a lot of times you play three game series. And if you can just win the series, that's what the whole, that's what the name of the game is, right? That's if anybody doesn't follow college baseball, you play three game series. If you go two one. That's a win. That's great. That's not going to hurt anything. That's that's what you want to do. But you sweep them, especially a top ten team like Miami, which I think is going to be a good baseball team. That, that's a pretty dominant uh, dominant uh, performance there. And then on the other side, you've got I say on the other side in the West, uh, you got Ole Miss, who is kind of a again a a 
top-notch baseball program, but a team last year that uh, maybe a little bit surprising got closer to the College World Series than most people expected. But I had an up-and-down year, maybe on the bubble there for a little while. This year they've come out uh, behind the flowing, permed uh, (laughs) Kenny Powers locks of – Kale Baker, who, uh, you know, I can say this as, you know, somebody who's a, a good sized gentleman myself. Um, that's and a lot of dude shoved into a baseball uniform. Like and I this. haven't brought this up because the opportunity has not presented itself, but thanks that you're, you're bringing up Kenny Powers and his flowing locks. Mm-hmm. Matt Hermans has a pretty good set of hair this day. I've, I've seen you kind of let things loose here in 2020. Uh, well, uh, it's time for a haircut, put it that way. Once okay. the wife starts once the <laughs> wife starts telling you you look like uh, Mike Gundy, it's time to get a haircut. Uh, but uh, okay. uh, for those it, who mm-hmm. for those college baseball fans who don't know who Mike Gundy is, he's the coach of an Oklahoma State football team. That's right. Well, you know what? Let's just call it Kale Baker here at this point. There you go. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it uh keep it on the in the SEC and keep it baseball. So uh, Ole Miss um, has started off very strong. Beat Louisville, which is the number one team at the time, won that series. Um, they came out and just pounded Xavier, which is not, you know, Xavier's not going to be in the College World Series, but uh, baseball's a wild sport. When you can sweep somebody as thoroughly as they did, uh, it's always a good sign. So SEC is going to be a very a very strong baseball league, but you've already got a couple couple storylines. you got Tennessee in the East. I'll mention them really quickly. Look, before they, uh, we go to the Vols, let me yeah. do, let me get your take on a couple of freshmen for Mike Bianco sure. and the yeah. Diamond Sharks in Oxford. He's got two ba- he's got two football players who are doing double duty, kind of like what you do here on the Y'all Show. And I know one's the quarterback, back, uh, Plumley, I think's his name. And then the yeah. running back also is on the Mississippi baseball team. Really? And both of those guys got to play, I think, this weekend. One of them even got a hit. After I think zero yeah. and seven at the plate, the running back. Yeah, they, they wore he uh, uh, Jerron Ely. I want to pronounce his first name correctly, but E E A L Y. He's the tailback for the football team, and then of course, um, Plumley would be the quarterback. Well, you know, if anybody followed the Rebels last year, there were it feels like there was a different uh, quarterback every week. But John Reese Plumley <laughs> is uh, a heck of a heck of a baseball player as well, and both of these guys. Uh, are are just bring absolutely elite speed to to the outfield. So John John Reese Plumley is a uh, he's a freshman, true freshman, and uh, uh, he plays the outfield, six foot one ninety two, incredible speed there. Everybody saw it. You know, maybe maybe he needs to throw, maybe he needs to work on the accuracy for the football team over the over the summer. <laughs> but heck of an athlete, uh, there's no doubt about that. Heck of an athlete. Same thing goes for uh, Ely as well. So you got a couple guys. Sometimes there's a, it's Jerry and I wanted to say Jerron, but I want to make sure I got it right. He's an outfielder as well. So you got two guys uh, that will probably work themselves into a lineup. And that's the great thing about college baseball mm-hmm. uh, as well. Coach Bianco will have some different tools to move out there. So you're playing a team that hits a lot of deep balls, hits a lot of balls, maybe shallow, uh, call them bloopers in the outfield. You can put out some, put some speed out there. You can put Ely out there. You can put Plumley out there. Guys that can really go get the baseball. Um, so it's a lot of strategy. It's not like uh, you've got a, a guaranteed lineup in, in SEC baseball every week, but uh, you got guys like that, incredible athletes out in the outfield. You can really cover a lot of ground. And uh, there's just no, yeah, there, there's, you think speed, you think uh, football, baseball is is a sport that uh, that you can really use your speed too. Not just in the outfield, which is huge, but get a guy on base. You know, like like uh, uh, like Ely did. He, he 
and he wore a pitch. You get a guy like that on base, and if they know how to run, um, you can really steal bases and put a lot of pressure on a pitcher, and it changes the whole game. So, uh, talented team, very, very young team for Ole Miss, but they've started strong. Hey, and I didn't want to cut you off. I know you wanted to talk about a college baseball power in UT, and it's not no. the traditional <laughs> UT we're talking about out of Austin. It's out of Knoxville. And sure, that uh-huh. first weekend, the Leathernecks of Western Illinois came in to Rocky Top, and UT swept that series there in Knoxville. But what was impressive last weekend, the Round Rock Classic was held just outside of Austin, speaking of Austin. And the Tennessee Vols went there, and they beat teams like Texas Tech as well as Houston. They even beat the Stanford Indian Cardinals in that game, in that series. <laughs> that's, that's right. Now, that was a, it was a pretty, it was a pretty cool little weekend matchup. Um, Tennessee had some, had a little bit of press coming into the season. A lot of folks thought that if they could somehow, if they could get some bats together, in other words, they get some offense going, that this, this Tennessee volunteer team had the potential to be a tournament type team, maybe even better. Uh, based on the pitching, they're they're sitting, uh, you know, uh, defense wide or bullpen wide. They're sitting at one seven one so far this year, which is an ERA overall, which is pretty amazing. So, um, you know, that's that's going to change. You know, they're going to get in the meat of the SEC lineup. But the pitching is was not going to be an issue for Tennessee. It's going to be the offense, and so far they've had enough. Uh, so that's a program. Again, you think UT baseball. You know, you think of the what a dozen national championships in Austin. I hate hurts to say that but you think but no ut the 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 tennessee volunteers look like they have a team that maybe could uh, could surprise some folks they beat a texas tech team that was uh had i think three there's like five different uh ranking sites uh, that do college baseball rankings but they were they were getting number one votes i think two two out of the five had them at number one and the lowest they were at is, is three so uh that's a good team uh that was a heck of a win for the volunteers and um yeah, a team to keep an eye on it out of the SEC East, not one you typically think about. And with that win there in Round Rock, the Vols moving up to number 24 in the latest D1 baseball poll. And great job there. Florida is your number one team now in college baseball after that big series win against the against the Miami Hurricanes this past weekend. And then Vanderbilt checks in at number two, a, a nice rebound after they did not do so well in the desert in opening week of college baseball. Louisville's at three, Georgia four, and those Red Raiders, which lost to Tennessee, check in at number Number five in the latest top 25 moving away from the sec barrister i want to get your take on what the big 12 has in store i know we're just kind of getting started but other than texas tech a team that's been very good in baseball who else should we be on the lookout for in the big 12 this year yeah um so uh, texas tech clearly the the cream of the crop over there at least at this point well put it this way most people think uh that that is the way it's going to to pan out a uh, very talented uh, program there in Lubbock pitching, uh, probably in the argument for the best um, overall bullpen in the country. You could probably throw a couple other ones in there, but certainly they're right there. Uh, you got Baylor, uh, also uh, a team that has kind of been historically a good baseball program, but had a few down years. They've come back, uh, made the tournament last year. You got Oklahoma State, um, who again advanced to the Super Regionals last year, looked to be strong this year. Oklahoma State had a uh, pretty bad loss early in the in the season. I, I want to say one of these 
programs. I can't even remember the name. Um, I'm not going to cheat and look it up, but pretty bad loss. It is baseball, though. These things do happen. Oklahoma State is going to have a, uh, a fine baseball team and an upgraded facility up there in Stillwater that's pretty impressive. Uh, West Virginia is a team to keep an eye on as well. Uh, they're typically one that hangs around the um, – the uh, not necessarily the top twenty-five, but the uh, the tournament type team. Mm-hmm. Texas is an interesting team to look at. TCU is another team that you, you would expect to be a baseball powerhouse in and out uh, year in and year out, and they usually are. Last year, down year for TCU, uh, somehow miraculously and inexplicably made the tournament um, and and promptly left. Uh, but TCU is a team that's got an incredible, again, this is one of the teams uh, like Texas Tech, one of the best bullpens and one of, some of the best pitching in the country this year. I expect them to be a 20 top 25 team by the end of the year. Texas is a team uh, that, uh, again, we've kind of hinted at earlier talking about different UTs. <laughs> um, that's a team with an incredible history. Um, and, you know, you think of the University of Texas, if you're a college baseball fan, you think of, uh, you know, perennial powerhouse. It hasn't been that way necessarily. Last year, Yes, uh, that was a good Texas team this year. Uh, but the year before that, it, it has not been a consistent – you think of Augie Garrido as a coach for a very long time at the University of Texas. And he the late some, Augie Garrido. The late, correct. Um, had some great teams, won national championships. Very consistent, too. Texas just has not been consistent. Um, they've had some talent. They, you know, they've had the Clemens boys come through, and they were taken highly. Um, but – uh, just a team that you have to watch. You, re- you don't really know what they're going to do uh, at any given year. So, um, you know, like I say, finished seven and sixteen in the Big Twelve last year. Uh, the year before that, much better, uh, made the tournament. But this year, they're just a question mark. Um, Oklahoma is usually hanging around the five hundred level in the Big Twelve. So, uh, the, the 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 top teams are going to be Texas Tech, Baylor, Oklahoma State, uh, and TCU. West Virginia is going to be right there, I imagine. Oklahoma will probably hang around somewhere in the conversation. And Texas is a big, fat, huge question mark. Really, have no idea. Hmm. And as we need to wrap up our baseball talk with you, Matt Hermans, before we move over to what's going on with the grilling life that you lead. Real quick, I'm going to put you on the clock, kind of like an XFL clock. So you have the guy running out on the field with the red hat here. I'm going to put the ball down real quick. you got 20 seconds. ACC, your thoughts on the Atlantic Coast Conference from a college baseball standpoint? Uh, well, Miami um, is, you know, is a <laughs> – yeah, I still think is going – I hesitate. They just got absolutely smoked by Florida. Um, but, you know – I still think Miami is going to be a very good baseball team. Uh, Florida State, I think, is also – this will be the first season uh, without uh, Mike Martin, which, you know, obviously anybody who follows um, college baseball, the absolute legend. Uh, I don't think there's anybody – I've never heard of anybody who, who didn't think um, think he was a heck of a guy. And a Took great him to Omaha in his final year. At, yeah, a team that never should have gotten there too, which is, you know – Again, talk about a swan song for for a great guy. Um, just yeah, that team just I mean maybe shouldn't have made the tournament, but once they did, uh, yeah, they did. So uh, Florida State is going to be a good baseball team. Uh, I don't know how good, but they're going to be good. Um, they're going to play Texas Tech here in a few weeks. Oh, really? That's going to be yeah, it'll be a heck of a matchup. Um, but I think Miami still is going to be there. Duke, I think, is going to field a, a good baseball team. Um, you know, the ACC is, is fairly top-heavy. You know, you're going to Clemson. Um, 
certainly has some history recently as well, uh, fielding good baseball teams, certainly last year, and they're sitting at 7-0 and right now. So, But I think Florida State, uh, Louisville, clearly we've already kind of touched on them. They're sitting at 4-3, and but that's a heck of a baseball club. Matter of fact, they're missing two of their better players, huh. uh, both top 20 draft picks probably. So once they get healthy, it's going to be Louisville. Um, it's going to be Miami still, and I think – uh, after that, you're talking Florida State somewhere in Duke. That's okay. probably the, the the hierarchy. All right, Matt Hermans, we're going to talk more college baseball with you again as we walk our way toward Omaha. And I'm going to ask you next week to go beyond the power conferences of the South and give us a quick take on the CUSA, what you expect out of that league, the Sun Belt, and even some of these other conferences that have produced national champions like the Big South yeah. Conference, for goodness sake, in Coastal Carolina a couple of years ago. So we'll get yeah. your take on all that as we move on to next week. And on the Y'all Show as we walk our way through the week heading into the weekend we're going to break down some of these series based on the conferences for example acc will have all that breakdown on wednesday's y'all show and the sec on thursday's y'all show hang on where you are we're going to keep going with matt hermans on the other side of this timeout we're going to get him to put on his barrister hat and he's going to talk about the barrister of bodacious barbecue and that conversation is coming up when the y'all show continues Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions supply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Coleman Grill 
We got 24 tall boys on the chill Yeah, 14 of them's mine A little Marshall Tucker on the radio You know we just catch a little groove before the show We ain't playing nothing slow at the parking lot Hello, I'm John Rawl. This is The Y'all Show. We're continuing our discussion with the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue now. Matt Hermans is back with us here to discuss all things grilling and more. And this is a big time, not just for sports in February. We are certainly ready to go outside full time and hang out and not have to deal with ice and snow and things like that. But Matt Hermans, I got to thinking, one thing that... They tell you to stay away from talking about here on a show like y'all. And maybe just in life, one thing we're not supposed to talk about is... That's a long list, John. That is a oh, long is list of things you're not supposed to talk about, yeah. But we're not going to talk about them, yeah. right? Because you're not supposed to. Anyway. We're, we're not going to talk about them, but but we ought to. And, and in fact, we will. So we're going to have a fun we're going to have a fun discussion here talking about a taboo. And that taboo is politics. So Matt Hermans, using your best creativity... Bernie Sanders is on a roll, okay? And so if Bernie Sanders were some kind of barbecue dish, I mean, he's hot. He, he's, on, <laughs> he's on his way to the nomination of the Democratic Party. If Bernie Sanders were some kind of barbecue dish, what would he be? Oof. Oh, boy. That's a pretty good analogy. I would say... I would say something rare. Okay. You don't see a whole lot of, <laughs> he's uh, rare. Yeah. He's rare. You don't see a whole lot of folks. He's kind of right out of the sixties, right? He's kind of the, kind of the unreformed sixties style, um, you know, left wing type guy, which not a whole lot of those left. They've kind of turned into something different, but he's, he's a throwback. So, you know, I don't know. It's going to be something rare. I don't want to, um, it, you know, based on his kind of background, I don't necessarily want to make him into anything pork. He might be offended by that. So I'm going to, I'm going to say something, maybe like, uh, like lamb belly. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, is Vermont really? known for some kind of barbecue dish? And I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> but I'm thinking. You know, kind of uh, something out of the ordinary, something most people haven't heard of before, you know, something that, you know, people, some some folks do appreciate, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, way outside, you know, way outside of left field. Um, so, yeah, something like lamb. What is a lamb? Yeah, that'll be a, or a mutton. Oh, man, mutton. Uh, you know what? Let me change my answer. We've talked about Kentucky before. Old, tough. <laughs> mutton is old sheep right yeah uh so yeah we're talking about old tough um past its prime that's one way to look at it not that bernie is is, is past his prime he's, he's peaking late but you know uh, i think mutton i'm gonna go with mutton mutton, Mur- mutton bernie okay that's a good one that you see i knew we would get the best out of you when we brought this subject up with our <laughs> barbecue barrister so bernie sanders mutton let's talk about yeah. This weekend, South Carolina, they go to the polls as it's the Democratic primary in the Palmetto State, the first in the South. And Joe Biden is expected to maybe come roaring back and possibly win the Democratic primary. So using that same logic, barbecue barrister, Joe Biden, 
Delaware's own. What kind of? <laughs> what kind of? And it doesn't. We, we don't have to have just barbecue. Any kind of dish. What would he be serving up if he were barbecue? What What's the Joe Biden analogy? Uh, you know, maybe like potato salad. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's from Delaware. Is there anything Delaware's known for when it comes to cooking and grilling? Oh, man. Um, the first state, right? Um, yeah, Delaware is interesting. I think it's basically known for people from uh, like Philadelphia going to the beach. Right? <laughs> okay. But, uh, um, yeah. No, I would and, say, and he was born in Scranton, so maybe a oh, good well, Philly cheesesteak. Uh, I mean, is uh, that yeah? Is that well, something you perfected on your grill? I'm trying to think of something a little, little less exciting. Uh, um, uh, so maybe like you don't think Joe's that exciting? Huh? <laughs> well, well, I don't know. I take that back. He could be. He can be um, unpredictable. That's true. So I don't know. I don't know maybe a, maybe a chopped beef sandwich kind of kind of get what you expect. You know, you kind of not going to. I don't knock your socks off, but uh, you've had a hundred of them, and it's kind of like, yeah, all right, it's fine. Well, I'm thinking of more of a a good Yankee-type sandwich since he is a Yankee. And Mm, this word is something that he needs to be. A grinder? A grinder. A grinder. But I'm actually thinking of something he's got to do beyond this weekend. He's got to win South Carolina. And then, Matt Hermans, he's got to be a hero going forward to save the Democratic Party. Yeah, I don't think – well, we're not taking butts on politics here. But, yeah, I I think South Carolina might be – be his last stand. You know, <laughs> another northerner, right? And yeah. Like, so yeah. Joe Biden, uh, would you call it a grinder? That'd be a good one for him. Sure, we'll call it a grinder. He's been grinding for years. I mean, he's still grinding, and uh, you know, you know, yeah, he's been grinding, as they say, yeah. you know, hustling, hustling for a long time. Very good, very good. See, this is kind of like on ESPN College Game Day. Whenever you're Lee Corso, and I'm just kind of, kind of baiting you here, and you bring this logic <laughs> to it. So this is great. This is great. Next up on the Democratic side, and we're going to go to President Trump too. So don't be, don't be mm-hmm. offended that we're not going to get you to weigh in on the president. Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts. If she were barbecue, what would you connect her to be? <laughs> Something that's done. <laughs> um, maybe overdone. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, she yeah, does maybe. have American Indian ancestry, as you do, yeah, yeah. as well as well, so, so maybe some kind of corn dish or something. I was going to say maybe like uh, fry bread. I think that's a, uh, I think that's a dish, some type of fry bread, and uh, of course, um, yeah, I would say that um, j- jokingly, since she is uh, certainly not Native American, but yeah, maybe something like maize, you know, maize. Uh, well, I mean, she's kind of a fake American Indian, so maybe something yeah, like yeah. Uh, candy corn, which is something I don't think American Indians used to go out and share, but it's something we we think of them as having. Yeah, maybe. yeah, I think I think that's probably good. We call her uh, Elizabeth Candy Corn. Um, yeah, Candy Corn, Candy Cornucopia. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll do. Yeah, that sounds good. I like that. All right, now how about Indiana's own Pete Buttigieg? Let's see. I mean, you got to like him. His first name starts with B U T T. And if you're a guy that likes pork, I mean, that's probably your favorite candidate right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk way around that one. I'm gonna go back to like, uh, let's see, Indiana Hoosiers. You know, Indiana's interesting, right? Because like the southern tip of it, I think those folks would kind of. Uh, lean more southernish, maybe. Um, well, yeah, but don't forget Owensboro, Kentucky, home of uh, mutton, uh, yeah, is right yeah. on the border with Indiana. So 
Let's go with let's go with Burgoo. Burgoo. I think I think Southern Indiana. I think they jump into that Kentucky Classic. Burgoo. Yeah. So uh, kind of a mix of a lot of different things you don't expect, and uh, you know maybe some surprises. You know, particularly for people in Iowa. You know, you go to the polls, you uh, you you punch your ticket for Mayor Pete, and then you get a surprise afterwards, and you want to get your ballot back. It's kind of like Burgoo. You dig your you dig your spoon in there, and you're like, whoa, what is this? Oh. Uh, what's in here this is interesting and then uh so yeah that's that's a pretty good combo excellent point barbecue barrister matt hermans now let's talk about the big money and that would be mayor mike bloomberg and i guess my initial thought would be what dish out there is the most expensive thing when you get ready to grill because that's what bloomberg would be yeah but maybe maybe you've got a better answer well, again, again, uh, I think, uh, you know, being respectful of our uh, of the candidates here, I'm going to avoid pork products on his behalf. So I'm going to say <laughs> I'm going to say something like, um, I mean, it's got to be beef tenderloin, right? I mean, that's that's about as fancy. Is it beef tenderloin being uh, just the entire piece of meat that filet mignon comes from? So, you know it's even flashier than a filet so it's just a huge it's just a long loin of of filets so yeah i would say you know it's kind of a new york you know you think of new york kind of old new york at least think of steakhouses and stuff like that so yeah definitely filet straight up beef tenderloin big flashy rich yeah all right so if i were to ask mike bloomberg out on a date and let's say we picked a really good spot in new york city i'm thinking hmm trump tower that'd be a great place to take mayor bloomberg (laughs) for a meal you're you're suggesting the the beef tips huh beef tenderloin yeah tenderloin sorry yeah 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 not beef tips that would uh that yeah, would be no, beneath that, him. That's way below. Yeah, way below. I mean, I'm I'm a fan of uh, fan of that, but not for not for not for Mr. Blue, not for a billionaire from New York. I mean, come on. I mean, but he's had everything, so why not try a little bit something out of the ordinary, Mike? Sure. Well, I don't think he'd beaten it. Maybe you know he he might have been having lunch at Trump Tower a few years ago, but probably <laughs> not not today. Not today. Hey, he can, he's a billionaire. He can do whatever he wants. As long as he's spending his money in there, I don't think the president would mind. Speaking yeah, of the well, president, I'm let's switch right. over to the Republican side. And this week, the president actually made his way to India as he was a big speaker there, 125,000 people in the stands there at a cricket stadium, whatever cricket is. And President Trump went yeah. there to India this week for that rally there. So I'm thinking – What's out there in a cooking, maybe a cooking grilling world that may have an Indian flair to it that would be applicable to be an example of what President Trump would be in terms of barbecue and grilling? Well, that is that is a challenge uh, because most most Indians are vegetarian. There's a particular. Um, that's why they exactly. said President Trump was going to be miserable this week traveling. To oh, yeah. Cause that's, yeah, because he's, uh, you know, look, we, you know, talk about a, a billionaire that does the everyman thing. I mean, we know the president enjoys uh, McDonald's. We know he enjoys Kentucky Fried Chicken. As we do as um, well. As right. There's nothing wrong with that. That's why he's got my vote. You know, if he would just eat that fancy food alone, I couldn't relate to him. But <laughs> since he pigs out on McDonald's and Wendy's, yeah i can relate he's every man's exactly. choice yeah, yeah right we both eat the same fast food so um yeah so you know and, and of course we know that the president is certainly not a vegetarian 
so it's an interesting combo now there is there are some indian uh, dishes there's a chicken uh, chicken tikka masala that's not a, a vegetarian dish although you know what if i'm betting i'm thinking the president is maybe getting something uh kind of more to his liking at these little meals they do but since we're on what about kentucky fried chicken masala <laughs> what about that that's a perfect combo for what, what the president likes with a little indian theme you know you got yeah. your little curry sauce in there yeah i'm gonna say i'm gonna say so, yeah kfc masala kentucky fried chicken tikka masala that is uh mm. as, we call a, as we call a mashup right there the colonel needs to send you a royalty check right now i mean give kfc <laughs> credit they are doing some things out of the box these days i just noticed the other day at least at a kfc i went by they've got kentucky fried chicken strips i guess it's just not your t- chicken tenders but they're actually done with kfc's batter and that's a mm. new addition they got there and They've done something else too, I think, in recent months. They're that, doing well. They're getting on the sandwich wagon because uh, you've got, you know, you got Chick Fil A and you've got um, Popeyes doing this whole deal. So yeah, now KFC's been on the sandwich wagon for sure. So uh, yeah, I guess if you're making chicken, you gotta you gotta jump on the sandwich deal now. I guess. Yeah. Well, President Trump, I think, knows, or at least his people know, that on a 24 hour trip to India. And they've got refrigerators on Air Force One. Something tells me he had somebody run through a drive-through before they boarded the plane. <laughs> and he's got a nice little stash of fast food, even in <laughs> India this week. He's got a neatly stacked um, a collection of um, a Big Macs, uh, you know, with the gold with the gold leaf, um, you know, wrappers. Yeah, for sure. All right. So purely based on what you just told us with these Democratic and President Trump options of food. We don't often ask for people to, to tell us what they're going to vote or how they're going to vote, Matt Hermans, but you have you had some great ideas. I mean, you really did. Uh-huh. So I want, you, I want you to publicly announce you're going to go into that polling booth right now and pull the lever, not necessarily for the candidate, but for the dish. Mm-hmm. Oh, for the dish. Well, you know, I don't see any uh, Memphis-style spare ribs or pork butt out there as of this moment, so I'm going to... But, uh, you know, I do, I do like a good burger. I'm just going to say, I do like but a you good didn't, burger. But you didn't give that to any of these people. So I yeah, need McDonald's. To- yeah, no, no, okay. Oh. Well, let me, yeah, no, you're, you're right. Let's say this. I like fried chicken. I'm a big fan of fried chicken. How about that? So the candidate I think you were talking about with that would be the president? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with the... I have, no, I have nothing against KFC. In fact, I like all fried chickens i like i like let's be honest matt it's kind of hard to mess up fried chicken that's why it's often at most gas stations i mean oh man are you gonna i don't know disagree with me ever had it messed up i've had it messed up Uh, well it's dry you just don't want it dry you know what i mean uh, okay well i i was i was mistaken well we're glad that we pulled our lever for you matt hermans here on today's y'all show and we appreciate you coming out and and just sharing with us what we all want to know the you're kind of like our puxatani feel of the (laughs) political world instead of seeing your shadow you're at least telling us which each candidate lines up from a grilling and barbecue standpoint you know what and i'm probably just as accurate as the the (laughs) gopher also (laughs) have a great week great to talk to you sir and we look forward to catching up with you again on next week's y'all show matt hermans everybody this is fun i can't wait till the next one all right well we'll see what democratic candidates survive next week and we'll try to mix in a little food talk as well
Well, that will wrap up our y'all show today. Thank y'all very much for tuning in. And we'll be back on Wednesday with ACC Sports, as well as our Music Row insider, Precious Harris, will be on right here on the show that's all about the South. This is y'all. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Hi, I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear. Filling in for Smokey, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. Dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.